Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain, co-editor Dave Schofield, coming at you again on a Tuesday night. With me always is my other Scobro, my big brother Rich. Rich, how are you this Tuesday night? You know, it's been close to a month, but we're going to breathe in the sweet smell of victory. (laughs) Yes. So missed. And Uh, that one was so sweet. (laughs) I feel bad for the YouTube audience. They might have missed that one. I know the Facebook audience uh, should have had it in there. It was a little bit late uh, jumping onto YouTube. So breathe it in again. Yeah, uh, it's been so long, you know, it's worth a double breathe to yeah. get that hey, victory. When it's a 17 point come from behind victory, you're allowed to do that. I mean, there was with 20 minutes left of the game, gotta love it. Okay, we'll get into that real soon. We're glad to be back here again. But Rich, you also have something else for us tonight, don't oh, we you? We got all we got all kinds of surprises set up for tonight. Yeah, we got a so, bunch of yeah. So the first one, since we are still in the midst of the holiday season, um Kyle would like to join you for a minute because there he, he's got something he's got to show and he's got something he's got to say. All so, right. So this is a first. People have heard Kyle. They've seen him in the in the live chat. I don't think he's ever been on video before. Uh, I don't know totally. Yeah. So, um, so this is a right. special so holiday edition. I'm going to in here for a second and talk to you. Okay. So right. that's, that's one treat you're going to get is you're going to get to hear a little bit from – Kyle, hey. Kyle, you got me. Hey, hey, what? What do you? Yeah, what, I had to come show off the Color Rush Claypool jersey. Yes, 
Yes. So you got some Steelers gear for Christmas. So uh, yes. So and uh, there was some other gear I should have gotten for Christmas. Yeah. So what did I do wrong? Yeah. <laughs> My payment for helping with knee jerk for the Tennessee game. Oh, that's right. You were saying that you wanted your BTS yeah. shirt. And uh, yeah, I haven't ordered a B. You know what? You know, the biggest problem is with me ordering the, the, the gear through behind the steel curtain. Is they'll make it big enough for me. But it's perfect oh. size for you. Yeah, so uh yeah, I gotta I gotta get on that. I all completely forgot about that. But we got Kyle there uh showing so, the Colts New Jersey. So you, hashtag no, no. pay Kyle in all the super chats until <laughs> you know <laughs> I get paid. Kyle. Yeah. So uh all I have to say is your color rush has one thing that mine doesn't, and that is the Steelers logo, because mine, in order to get it big enough, is actually a knockoff, so it doesn't actually have the logo. So yes. um and I didn't realize it. this. Until I saw a post on Reddit, the sleeves are a slightly brighter color. The sleeves are a slightly brighter color. So, all right. So there you go. So there's Kyle showing us his Steeler gear. Did you, um, any other Steeler gear or anything you got? Oh, yeah. Got a nine foot by five foot blanket. Nice. Nice. Homemade or? Uh, Homemade. Yes, that's the best kind. I got one of those enormous blankets too. Homemade. Those are the best. Everyone's yeah. hashtag pay Kyle. <laughs> oh my goodness. It looks like that's what I'm going to have to do. So uh, anything else you want to say to our audience here before your dad jumps back in? Jesse James caught that ball. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle leaves us with the Jesse James caught that ball. Of course. Oh, Rich. You ever uh, ask Kyle if he's got anything left to say? Doesn't even matter if we were talking Steelers or not. That's what he always says. That's what he always says. So, all right. So, Kyle, is there anything else? Yeah, Jesse James caught that ball. So, so there we go. We got the good Steelers stuff. But I, you know what? I completely forgot about him saying that he wanted a BTS. I shirt. did. I did. I did too. I until mom got and dad came over the other shirt. night. I'd forgotten all about it. Yeah, I got him a dilly. He has a dilly dilly shirt that I got for him. But I guess he that was he a long time ago. ago. It probably doesn't even fit him anymore. That was probably he probably outgrew that one. Yeah. So, so. um. Now, there's something well, else we're going to do. Had, he, had a great, he had a great Christmas when it came to Steeler stuff. And then he forgot the last thing that he got yeah. Steeler wise. So Kyle plays on the golf team at the high school. Mm -hmm. So what he got was a, a clip that goes on his hat that hold that magnetically holds a ball marker. And it comes with two ball markers, and they're both Steeler. One's the logo and one exactly. Steeler. I know exactly oh, so what you're talking about. You want to know why? He's going to be repping the Steelers when he's out on the course playing golf. So I know that exactly because I have the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have one as well. So let's move on to our other surprise that we had that we were working on. We're, uh, I was given a little bit of a tutorial uh, earlier tonight when I was setting up our show. Not to you. Because we have part of our BTSC podcast family that's going to be making a transition. They're going to be transitioning from our audio format into our YouTube format. We will be having, starting this weekend, on YouTube Live, you will now be getting Steelers Touch Down Under. Down under. Because we have Maddie P and Marky <laughs> D both here on the show tonight because they had to get their wonderful tutorial about how to set up these shows for you all. So we might as well have them drop in. Guys, tell us about what's going to be happening with the show. Who's going to go first? Yeah, I'll take yeah, it. Matt. 
Yeah, <laughs> there we go. We're chucked in the deep end. But no, look, it's really exciting. Um, obviously, we've generally recorded our audio shows that have come to people live on Saturday mornings. I think it's about 5 a.m. So we're moving time slots come this week. So we'll be live to you guys in about 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we'll be recording on our coming to you live from the future at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning. So who knows what news we'll bring from the future. But um, yeah, it'll be great to enjoy joining you live, live chats. You know, it's something that Mark, I think, is pretty, pretty excited for as well. But good to be joining you guys live starting this week. All right, Mark, tell us, are you excited? Are you ready to do this? Uh, are you ready to, to, for, for all these wonderful Steeler fans around the globe to be, uh, to be seeing what these two handsome blokes look like? You know what? I'm a bit excited slash kind of nervous too at the same time. Um, YouTube's a different kind of, different kind of game ball. Um, it's going to be like, you know, it's our first start really in the, in the NFL. We'd be doing a really good work with the audio platform, but now it's like, it's, 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 it all means business. Now we just got to turn up, show up and play hard. Yeah. Play, play hard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, I, I have to bring this one up. I got to show you guys. This is how the super chat or, no, or the, or the, the chat feature works. Cree, oh. what's no Maddie? Where's the stash at? It was a no shave November. It was a no shave November. It was, it was, it was glorious. It was a glorious it was. mustache. It really was. So I'm growing um, my beard, Dave. I'm growing my beard. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing so it from you, now. So, so it's you've got the playoff beard going on. I, I always try to cover up my ugly face as much as I can with whatever I can get going. But uh, you guys will be going at approximately 5 p.m. Eastern time on Saturdays. Because our other lineup change is because um, of a difference with his other employment. We will no longer be having Steelers brunch with Tony on Saturdays. That's going to be, I don't know if we're going to call it, uh, Jeff's, I like Jeff's idea of Steelers happy hour with Tony. Tony's going to be filling in the empty Friday slot on YouTube. And we've got our Aussies to slide right in. Did I, wait, did I, I might have said it wrong. Your Aussies, I don't know if I pronunciated well. Yeah, that was yeah, good. That's, that's, good. Oh, that's that, top notch. That the Aussies are sliding in to that spot on Saturday. So make sure, those of you that watch on YouTube, make sure you got your alerts ready to go so you can catch that this Saturday. Those of you that, that check it out on Facebook, you should be getting the alert when they go right around that time. We're excited. You guys are excited. And it should just be a lot of just it's more Steelers talk, and that's what we all ultimately want. Rich, I've kind of ignored you. What do you that's think okay. about this? <laughs> Actually, it was cool to hear that Tony was sliding into that Friday time slot. Then um, now we pretty much will have stuff going all the time. Yeah, so, so we'll have live YouTube slash Facebook shows every day of the week, and uh, the and the international audience is now getting a chance to even chime in even more. And guys, so you guys, that's going to be, you said 9 a.m. Sunday, your time, Yeah, right? about 9 a.m. Sunday. But yeah. we, like Mark and I always have brought, I think it's cool that we've got Tony now going at like 5 p.m. on a Friday. We're 5 p.m. Saturday. We've always brought that sort of sports bar pub feel to the, to the show. So we're pretty keen to keep that up for all the listeners when they're having their sort of happy hour pub time on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, Rich, I've got to bring this up because this is they're speaking your language Loves that song. It's uh used to play it on vinyl. Yep. Um, <laughs> so uh that what is that? Is that Kingston Trio? Is that who that is, Rich? No. Oh. 
Who's that? Which which version do you have? Um, I put you uh, on the spot. Kyle actually I had it. Totally lost it. Yeah. Give me just a second. I so, think I know who I'm it is. I don't remember. Okay. Um, Occam's Ox wants to know: Will you be talking about dingoes? Because uh, you know, we can. maybe the we dingo. Can. If you guys, I don't know if you guys know that reference or not. That's a that's a Seinfeld reference. I know Jeff uh, Hartman would love that one. Um, with uh, a very famous episode of Seinfeld. So, guys, we're just looking forward to hearing more from you. Um, getting that perspective, I, you know, what it we gotta love slinging the slang. Gotta love slinging. Uh, that'll be there. That'll be there, and we'll be uh, we'll be excited to get it all the listeners and see what sort of sling the slang you want to hear, and getting you guys to try it out, and all the rest of it. So we're keen to sort of come to you with a bit more of a revamp on that too. Okay. Well. Uh, here, here's what we're going to do. You guys are going to be continuing to learn from behind the scenes stuff here as the show goes on. We might pop you in every once in a while if I want to get your opinion on something. But there's a lot of people like, come on, we, you know, we like having the two good-looking guys in there rather than have to look at Richard the whole time. But they also want to get to be watching about uh, talking about some Steelers stuff. So, um, so we're going to go ahead and roll on, and then hopefully uh, <laughs> you guys. Have to okay. <laughs> Mark's already um, distracted by the live chat. Oh, sorry, it's just funny. Oh, awesome! And you guys will learn as you're doing the YouTube show. The live chat is the best thing about it. <laughs> it really is. It's we can much- speak English. It's just broken. <laughs> and my favorite Steeler is Minjo Green. Favorite Steeler, Minjo Green. There you go. So, um, you guys kind of, kind of check out the live chat and everything while we move on with the show here. So, uh, we'll be seeing you guys here a little bit later if, if you're still around. But, uh, Rich, we got to move on with. I was so excited about that. I, I, I got to bring it back in. Um, still breathing in. <laughs> there See? you go. Thank you. I've always told you I was a better looking brother. Yes. Well, I just figured you and I look a little bit alike, so I can't I can't say that you're that good looking. So man, how wonderful was it for to get back into that sweet smell of victory? I'm gonna ask you a question because yeah. I, I kind of answered this before. At what point did you start to believe that the Steelers were going to win that game against the Colts? After the defense. I knew we had a chance once the defense held after the Deontay Johnson touchdown. Really? You got it a little bit earlier than me then. You got uh, that's it a when I started. Well, me. I don't want to say that at that point in time I knew we, we would win, but at that point in time I actually turned to Kyle and says, uh-oh, we might have a game here. Yeah. So that's when I really felt that it turned. Okay, the defense held on the goal line. We scored in one play. The defense held again. That's when I was like, "Uh uh-oh, we could be seeing something here. So how deflating was the goal line where where the Steelers did not find the touchdown zone? What, What? At that point, did you think they had a chance and they blew it? Did you think... Did, did you think that was just one more? Oh, don't tell me. I would have, yeah, I would have done things all differently. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'd have kicked I, it. No, oh. I would not have. Okay. No, I'd have play called it a little differently. Well, that's, well, I think we, a lot of us might have, but okay. I would have lined up in jumbo and first and second down, and I would not have had Benny Snell in the backfield. I'd have had James Conner in the backfield. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'd run it on first and second down and then go, then spread wide with more receivers and done that on third and fourth. Yeah, there's something that Jeffrey Benedict says a lot, and that is Connor runs better behind the fullback than Snell. Snell is yep. more the power runner, but he doesn't run well off the fullback because I just don't think he's done it enough. I don't know that they ran with a fullback in Kentucky. I don't know. I could be saying something. I don't know, but I, I feel that Connor gets a good yeah. read, especially on a real short yardage thing like that. Like he'll mm-hmm. read Watts block mm-hmm. and pick the correct side to go on. Yeah. Yep. But where you know I, I, that that Benny, one hurt. I, I almost that feel like Benny's hurt. looking at the linemen so much that he misses the fullback. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where Connor focuses strictly on the fullback and trusts him to guide him in the right spot. Does yeah, that make like, sense? yeah. Connor gets behind Watt, and it's like, okay, okay, snow plows, plow the road. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, Benny might maybe is looking forward towards the line a little bit, ignoring the the fullback and. Looking more okay. What's the line getting blocked? Yeah, yep. I, I think you're spot on. So the Steelers go down there. I love the fact that on third they went to Claypool. That should have been the touchdown. That one hurt. And yeah, then that, it did. That throw to James Washington. That was just a fantastic defensive play. He couldn't Grandpa Strong that ball because that guy. I can't even remember what the who the defender was there. Other people might be able to tell me. I don't remember, but I will tell you this: that guy's he knocked the ball down before it got to him. So. That guy's yeah. last two steps were were really – I mean, they were quick. They were good. Like, he closed the, that last little bit quickly. I didn't think he was going to get there when Ben let go of that ball. I thought it would yeah. get in. And really just was pretty amazing that, that the defender was able to get up there and get his hands on it. Yeah. Um, the only thing I looked at as positive was, okay, defense, hold him. I really would have liked him to held him clear back at the two and made him punt from the very back of the end zone, but it worked out okay, so I guess I'm good. Yeah, well, and you got to remember, the very first play, the Colts did what they had been doing so well. They went to run the ball, and they got thrown for one-yard loss. Yep. That, to me, honestly, that was the play that changed everything. Seriously. That play was – you could look back at all these crazy other plays. If it wasn't for that play, I don't know that the game plays out the way that it does anywhere close. If instead of losing a yard, they end the up gaining five. four or five, yep. then they're just going to keep running the ball, get a first down, keep going. They lose yep. one yard. They go to throwing the ball, and incom- I'm pretty sure it was incomplete on second down and a short completion on third down. They punt, decent return, back to the 39-yard line, one play, touchdown. It's like that whole sequence. All it did was take a couple minutes off the clock, which was actually better for the Steelers in the long run. So that that happens. The defense makes the stop. I'm like, hey, they did it. The offense, once again, I'm still thinking, well, that's good that they made the long throw, but can they actually sustain a drive again and finish it? They may, They had a sustaining drive to start the second half, but didn't finish it. Then they had a one, you know, one play popcorn is as Mike Tomlin would like to say that, that they, you know, they hit big on one play. I wanted to see if they could actually drive the ball and finish it. And they did. And they got the touchdown that Ebron touchdown at that moment. That's when I'm like, I have the confidence in this team to win this game because the defense has already showed that they could stop them, which they did twice already. And they do it a third time. I think in the first three drives of the second half, the Colts had one first down. That was it. And they stop them. 
and they get the ball back. And it was at that moment, I'm like, this is a different team. This is an inspired team. They were playing so uninspired the first half. Is that a good way to describe it? I'd go a little further. Okay. Soft. <laughs> no. Yeah. The play calling changed in the second half. Yeah. Okay. Kyle and I were sitting on the couch during the first half calling the Steelers plays. Yeah, you've seen the stories where they said all the Colts players were calling out the plays before the Steelers were running them. Well, of course they were. Kyle and I were calling them from yeah. the couch. Jeff, Jefferson Hartman, myself, and his father, we were doing the same thing. So um, just to confirm, they, Kyle, Kyle called mm-hmm. Connor's right. touchdown in the first half. He was like, mm-hmm. he saw him line up and he's like, oh, please don't run it. Please don't run it. But Connor made it in. Yeah, he fought his way in. But, he, but like, we knew what the play was going to be. Second half, that changed. We we kept calling plays, and they were wrong. Yeah. If we were that calling, happened to me too. we didn't were, know what yeah. was coming, and I don't think the Colts knew what was coming. Um, Jeff did call a home run shot on the very first play of that drive, and he was right, but that was good. Uh, vodka drinker, I haven't seen him around all the – um, for a while, you know, in and out uh, is usually here all the time. Said Snell did not have a fullback in college, like I said. So that kind of makes sense. So, but I wasn't 100%. On that. Yeah, I don't watch enough college football to know. Um, so it's very interesting. We're going we're gonna to finish some stuff up here because the title of the show is going forward into week 17 and how this game is both meaningful and meaningless. Um, and, and, and we'll dive into that a little bit more. So you got to give me a couple more things from this previous game. Oh, I, oh, absolutely. We're not. Okay. I'm just letting people know kind of how we're going to be moving things along. But then they take the lead. How, how'd you feel about that? You know, did you think, oh, no, they gave them too much time? Or, or what were your thoughts there? Nope. Okay. When we've been playing how we have, there's none of this, oh, do you leave too much time or anything? No. Forget it. Mm-hmm. Get the lead. We haven't had leads. Yeah. Plus. When we get the lead, what do we know is going to happen on the other side was your winding down time. They're going to have to. They're going into a prevent defense. No, they're <laughs> going to have to pass the ball. That yeah. means all TJ mm-hmm. and you know Alex Highsmith and all the guys up on the line, mm-hmm. all they're doing is pinning their ears back and going. Yeah. Um, I thought Stefan Tuitt woke up in the second half. Yeah, even I more. So. Uh, game Hayward didn't have a have nearly the day that he had last year. That was a good battle between him and Quentin Nelson. Nelson probably won it more often than not, according to um to our to our resident coach, KT Smith Tricep, however you, you call him. I don't know if it was him or Jeffrey that was telling that was telling me about that. That uh that the offense the, the offensive linemen won the battles, the key battles, because Kevin Dotson was winning the battle against DeForest Buckner, yeah, which is a big deal. I mean, you're talking a about deal. a fourth-round rookie making his third start up against a guy that got snubbed from the Pro Bowl. And probably the only reason he wasn't in the Pro Bowl is because he switched conferences last year because we all know that it's a popularity contest amongst the players and coaches. So yeah. they just vote for the same people a lot, all the time. So, you know, hence why a couple of the Steelers' offensive linemen were in there that even Steelers fans felt shouldn't have been. So. The Steelers are winning these matchups. Mike Hilton, great interception. He got he got both takeaways. He got the fumble recovery and the interception. Yep. Um, 
that was a big fumble recovery in the first half. I mean, they if they didn't have those points in the first half, that that would have made it even more difficult. But it, that that play was awfully fun in my household. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> TJ's coming around the corner, and I see it happening, and I yelled "fumble." Before he even got the ball loose, <laughs> that, that, that's crazy. The ball back and I'm yelling, "Fumble!" Backs <laughs> it out of his hand. You were you were you were wishing for a fumble, and then all of a sudden, there it was. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how how I was feeling. I mean, Jeff was going crazy. He, it's funny because the other the only other game I'd ever watched with Jeff before was the Jacksonville game, which was the last time the Steelers had won. That's why people have told me I have to watch every game with Jeff now. Um, because it's it started a trend, but that game was just kind of eh, yeah, it was good at Jacksonville. Jeff was fired up for this one, and he was there with his dad, who he hadn't watched the game for game with for a long time. So it, it was just a lot of fun to see that. But man, did you check out the film breakdowns that we've had on the website since the game? Have you been able to to catch any of those? Um, I which ones? Um, let's see. I'm, I, they all blend together for me. I know. I'm trying um, to remember who Kevin, too, but Kevin I know did one that came out on Monday. I saw that one. And that was, that was about, he was talking about how the, how the Colts changed. They went from, was, was it Kevin? I think it was Kevin. How they went from a lot of, you know, cover, cover one, yes. cover three to cover two, four, six. In other words, they yeah. changed their philosophy in there and it seemed like no matter what they did they couldn't get it right the 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 throw from the, the throw to Deontay Johnson the deep shot changed everything they didn't want to give up one you know one play drives anymore so instead it was you know death by a thousand cuts or in other words you, the Steelers could make the short passes but they didn't yeah, they were making great intermediate passes. short passes either they kept yeah. the intermediate passes in there they just weren't always getting the real deep shots yeah. Um, and that's what it takes. It takes th- if you're going to spend a lot of time throwing the ball, you got to throw to all three parts of the field. You got to throw the short, yeah. the intermediate, the deep. If you make them have to respect all three, it makes them even if they do okay against all three, they're not going to be great. When you're only throwing one, they're going to put everything into being great on that one, and then you're not doing anything. Yeah, you're. You're you're right. You're exactly right. And like some uh, someone, I I think is it still it already it might have already gone. Nope. Here it is. Uh, Steelers Pittsburgh said they quit running the ball too. Meaning if you're meeting Indy, that's something I talked about in an article, and that is the Colts. You know they they rushed the ball 20 times in the first half and eight in the second half, and they had more yards per carry in the second half. But they they went away from it. Not sure why. I, I still think a lot of that was when the Steelers threw them for the one yard loss when they were at their own two yard line. Yep. That that they kind of felt. Uh oh. I don't know what we can do now. So that that play. A lot of the yards lot. in the second half came on the drive that opened the half. Yeah. So, what was? Um, yeah, where they went? Where they where they got their field goal? Um, yeah, when I had said earlier, I was wrong. I said in the first three drives, we only got one, one first down. It was the first three drives after their field goal. When the Steelers, once, once the Steelers didn't, didn't punch it in, those were the three, the, those were the three drives that they only got one first down. So what was great was the only, you would say 
I don't even want to say non-successful drive. The Steelers put put they didn't go three and out at all. They they were putting together first downs on every drive. I mean, my goodness, the drive that had the least amount of first downs in the second half was the was one that only had one first down because it was one throw, 39 yards, touchdown. And right. for those of you keeping track out there stats-wise, a touchdown also counts as a first down, in case you were wondering. So that was the least amount of first downs they had on a drive in the second half. Even when they got the ball on the interception and they were running clock, they got a couple first – they got at least one, if not two, first downs. Now, I was upset because I, if if they get the first down on that last one, the Colts were out of timeouts. It would have ran it down to the two-minute warning – they could have taken a knee from that point on. They needed that one last first down. They get Deontay Johnson, and he drops his elbow down inbounds. He drops his elbow down inbounds, and they stopped the clock and said he went out of bounds, which was very frustrating. So I don't know about you, but but um, but that was frustrating. But the most important thing out of this was that was a completely different Steelers team that we saw in the second half. That's the team that you want to think about when they're heading into the postseason, right? Correct. Now, there's something that I want to start to talk about. Okay, I want to know if you're going to say what I was going to start to talk about. So go go ahead. We'll, we'll do this to finish up the first half. Well, well, let me tell you that mine stems from an argument that I got into this morning with my good friend, Pastor Tim Pratt. Okay. Okay. Um Calling him he out by like, name on the show. Wow. Oh, yeah, I dropped his name <laughs> on the show. Yeah. Um, he 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 texted me as like, I think the Steelers are going to end up sitting Ben, and I think that's a mistake. But we'll get into he, that. He's played lousy, lousy, lousy. Mm-hmm. He plays a good half, and he needs to build on that. But see, I have my own theory on that. Okay. Now you're gonna have to save that theory because that's gonna kick off our second half of the show. Okay. 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 My theory is that. this kind of relates to it, but it's not looking forward. It's looking back. Correct. There were reports of that they basically took away the play calling from good old Randy Land. We can't get anything confirmed. Mike Pursuta, gotta love him. WDVE, um, right? You know, does stuff for Steelers.com. Um, he's on the Steelers live show. Does a lot of you know pre-game stuff with the Steelers. He asked the question today, Coach Tomlin. And Coach Tomlin did a wonderful Coach Tomlin speak and completely got around the question to talk about another part that he brought up. Oh, uh, he said, Hey, uh, it's reported that the Colts were calling out your plays in the first half, that they knew exactly what they were you were doing. And uh in the second half, you guys completely changed it up and kind of let Ben do his thing. Um, is that really what happened? Do you know what Coach Tomlin did? Beautifully, beautifully. He talked about silent stadiums and what it's like to play in empty silent stadiums and about being able to hear what the other teams are calling out. Didn't even touch it with a 10-foot pole about Ben Rothels, if Ben was calling the plays more. The way the players are talking about it, they were running plays. They've, you know, we did this one thing, this part of this play at one point, and this other part of this play at another point. We're going to put them together right now and go run it and go have a good time. Don't know how true that is or not. Um, my question is, do you think they do what – just make sure they repeat whatever they did in the second half. Do you think that's the plan going forward, whether it was taking the play, calling out of Feekner, 
um, letting Ben do the thing, whatever it was. What? How do you think this is going to going to go? I, I I'm a little upset because I wish Tomlin would have just said, "Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to throw Randy Land under the bus." But here's the deal. Okay, mm-hmm. here's my own theory on some of what's going on, and and I argued this point several two weeks ago to your father. Okay, and my father. I was going to say your father too. <laughs> And we, he and I actually got in a fight over it, and Kyle and I walked out of his house <laughs> on our mother's birthday. Man, you're putting everything out there tonight. <laughs> oh, it was rough. Okay, here was because he was in that point. Is some so, so were a lot of fans. I saw fans on here. I've seen fans on the website. And they were like, "Ben's done. He can't throw this or that." I said to Dad, "I said that's not the issue." He's like, "No." I was like, "No." You go back, there was a point earlier in the season where we went through two games where, you know, it was the Ben's drawing up plays in the dirt, right? Mm -hmm. And the coaches were being asked about that. And it was made very clear, no, that is not happening. Randy Feekner calls the plays. Mm -hmm. They had to prove themselves. I think Ben Roethlisberger was like, fine. Randy Feetner calls the plays. I'm going to run what he calls. Yep. And we go into losing three straight. Yeah. We're in the midst of losing the fourth straight. We go in at halftime, and Ben is like, enough is enough. Yeah. We have to fix this. Yeah, we're going to go out and we're going to have fun. That was the – all the reports are the message from Ben and from Pouncey is we need to have fun. We need to have fun. And uh, I think it's funny because they always say, you know, that Feetner, he's Ben's guy. That's why he's there. I don't think Ben feels that anymore. I, I felt earlier in the season Feetner was throwing Ben under the bus. Mm-hmm. When things weren't working, he was saying, well, Ben's the one making these calls and no huddle. When things were working, he was saying, this is what we're doing. He was taking all the credit when it was good and passing it off on Ben when it was bad. You know, that's the impression I got from his interviews. And yep. you all know I'm not I'm not the biggest fan anyway, because I don't I I don't know. It just something just doesn't feel right there, and it hasn't for a while. But uh I, I go back to the Randy interview a couple weeks ago where he's talking about his young receivers being like farts in a skillet. Yeah. And I wanted to if I'd have been there, I said, Randy, the only farts in a skillet going on here is your play calling yeah i mean and i mean and that's that's the thing and i brought it i i tweeted it at halftime and then i brought it up in a actually it'll be in our steelers vertex article that will be out tomorrow uh because we, we talked about how the steelers um changed how they were using their receivers in the second half they even changed where they were lining up and who they were looking for i mean chase claypool and james washington had zero targets in the first half i know zero targets the first half he, all Ben was doing was throwing was throwing to Deontay Johnson. That's what the that's what the plays were run for. And once in a while, Juju. Yeah. And once in a while, Juju. Juju got the same number of targets in the first half and the second half. He had seven in each half. But Deontay mm-hmm. Johnson went from I think ten in the first half to five in the second half. But he was more effective with the balls that was thrown his way when they came his way, and they started utilizing more. and And it's funny because they're like Ben drawing up plays in the dirt. Do you know what they're really doing? We're, we're going to finish up this half. This Tell me if you agree with this statement. It's not about drawing up plays in the dirt. It's about doing something the defense isn't expecting. 
And what better way to do something that the defense isn't expecting is when your offensive coordinator standing on the sideline isn't even expecting what you're about to do. You know, how can the defense know what you're going to do when he doesn't even know? Because everything that Randy does, it seems like it's predictable. We've been saying it. We tried to give him um, the benefit of the doubt, but we're going to visit this topic also going forward. So anything else you want to do to wrap up week 16 as we, as we turn to the final week of the season? Oh, it was just so glad to get that win and have the Steeler game end prior to the Jets defeating the Browns. I said that to you on the phone when I was driving. For, I called you real quick when I and had you on my headphones when I was driving from Jeff's house to my house and said, I got to say this. And then I forgot to say it because first I said thing I did was turn to Kyle and I said, and however the Jets Browns games ends, doesn't matter. Because the Steelers won the North on their own victory. I'm so glad that that game finished first. Definitely glad that, that finished first. Uh, All right. So. We're going to transition over into part two. So if you're listening on the audio side, go ahead and click on over to part two. If you're here on YouTube or Facebook, all you have to do is wait for a couple seconds and we will be right back. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.